0: Welcome to Thursday's solo episode. Welcome to the mom room. Welcome. Okay. I love that you're here. Number one, this was going to be a whole episode on rewards and bribes and a reward chart that we set up for Milo and how that's going. But what I ended up doing was I looked up articles and was reading into rewards for kids. And so I was like, This needs to be a Tuesday episode because I had already recorded 20 minutes and then it's like a two part thing. And then I recorded the second part today and I was like, this is long and informative. So it's gonna be its own episode. I say that as if a solo isn't its own episode, but you know what I mean. It's going to be a Tuesday episode. And part of my plan for 2024 is to do more solo episodes as Tuesday episodes. So they're going to be very topical and more in depth than a typical solo would be. So this is going to be the first one. And then you can expect more in the future. And if you have any ideas for topics that you want a solo Tuesday episode to be on, Let me know. Oh, my mom just texted me. One second. Let's see what Sue's up to. She said, I ordered this bag for our trip. Gonna need to stay hydrated, lol. And she sent me, oh, it's a Poppy and Peonies little crossbody backpack satchel bag. Looking good. It's a sling bag. Looks cute. Okay. Well, that's nice, mom. Thank you. Uh, anywho, I am recording this on Tuesday and, oh, she's talking about our trip to Disney. My mom is coming with us, which is nice because then my husband and I will hopefully be able to have a couple evenings to ourselves in Disneyland. And I'm looking forward to that. Speaking of which, I bought this cute set from Abercrombie. It's a mesh material, stretchy, a skirt with a matching top. I see the package arrived today and I'm like, that's a really small package, but maybe it's just all folded up, who knows? But it was just the top. I'm like, did I accidentally only order the top and not the skirt which I wouldn't put it past me I do stuff like that all the time or I accidentally order two of something something always goes wrong so I went back looked at my emails and I did order both the skirt and the top but they sent them on different days and it's like do you house your tops and your skirts at different locations like I don't understand why they weren't sent together but Who I'll share that once I get the second half of the outfit. I'm thinking about launching something on my birthday, which is March 7th. I'm going to be 39 this year. Yes, that's right. And my husband turns 40 next year too. And our birthdays are within two weeks of each other. So I'm trying to think, what do we do for our 40th birthdays? Do him and I just take a trip? We never had a honeymoon because I was seven months pregnant when we got married. We had Milo, but I mean, we've gotten to travel quite a bit. So it's not like I was dying to have a honeymoon, but perhaps we should put our honeymoon energy into our 40th birthday trip. I think I might do that. Book us a trip. Be like a sugar mama, you know? Here, let me treat you, husband. Yeah. Any ideas of where we could go? I My dream is to go to the Maldives, Bora Bora, like those places. But I honestly don't think I could do the flights there. I do not like flying. I'm so uncomfortable on planes. And even if you fly business, like it's still, I don't like being on planes. I don't know what it is. I'm sure this is like a common thing that a lot of people feel. They don't like flying. For me, it's not like I'm anxious. I'm just so uncomfortable and I am i can't sleep. I just like am waiting to land wherever we're going and the time is going so slow. So I don't know. Like a one direct flight to LA, to Vancouver, to Florida, like that's fine. But multiple flights and really long flights, like I just, honestly, like I just don't know. I just don't know. Also like so expensive. I don't even think, I can't imagine spending that money on one trip. So we'll see. Maybe we'll just go to, not the place we went to in the Dominican, not that place. No, no, no. So anyways, yeah, thinking about launching something on my birthday this year, something that I've wanted to do forever. Kind of in the realm of daily-ish episodes, live streams, want to get back into vlogging, those kinds of things. And I never know if I want these solos to be very topical or just like they used to be me talking about random stuff. It's hard. Like, it's so hard. I'm like, what do people want to hear? But anyways, I always have so much to say. So doing more solos more often is something that I want to do. I have my pop culture stuff down pat with Liza with Insufferable. That is like the funnest podcast to record. I love talking about all these topics. But yeah, when it comes to just like day-to-day life, I have so many things to say, especially when it comes to being a mom and trying to be active and eat healthy and work out all this cycle BS and hormones and irritability and all that stuff. So we'll see. Stay tuned. I am thinking hard about that one. And did you guys see on my stories the other day when I was trying to get dressed for Ariana's birthday dinner and my pants literally were like two sizes too small? What the hell? Women should honestly get a tax break for the number of clothes that we have to buy. I swear to God, all my favorite pants, like the Effortless Pants from Maritzia, now the Molina Vegan Leather Pants, All the pants that you wear regularly, jeans, like all my jeans from Zara, it's like I have to buy two different sizes because if I'm near my period, on my period, super bloated, I have to wear a size eight. When I'm my baseline of bloatedness, like when I'm not bloated, feeling good, having regular poops, then I'm a size six. So now the past few weeks, you know, I've been really trying to eat more often, uh, nourish my body, give it all the fats and proteins and stuff that it needs to function properly and to not be moody and to sleep through the night and all those things, keep my blood sugar stable. So I've been really focusing on that. And then I gained a bunch of weight and it's not to say like, I'm not trying to tell you not to nourish your body and eat properly because honestly, I probably should have gained that weight because. One thing about me is I think eating is so fucking annoying just for the amount of time and effort that it takes to eat properly. The planning, the prepping, the, oh, like it's just so annoying. I'm like a busybody. I'm like, go, 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 go. So when I have to stop, and I've been really good at this in 2024, this is one thing that I'm working on is be more intentional with what I'm eating and actually take time to eat properly and do things properly. Before, I'm just like, oh, I'm too busy. I just, I'm gonna shove this in my mouth and like move on, you know? It's like, I just don't want to be hungry. So I'll just like eat whatever. But my body's like, "Mm, no, that's not working anymore. So now I'm trying to make sure I'm getting enough protein, which then requires me to eat more often and probably eat more than I typically would. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. Simplify your kid's mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. So my body, because I'm also not working out to build muscle, so then my body is just like getting bigger and my pants are too small. So now I'm like, do I have to have three goddamn sizes of pants for all the pants that I wear regularly? Like a size six? for when I'm you know, pooping and lose a little bit of weight, size eight for when I'm bloated and not pooping, and then size 10 for who knows, maybe I'm gonna just like stay at this weight, but maybe if I start working out and gaining muscle, Cause you know, like fat takes up more muscle or fat is heavier and takes up more space than muscle or something like that. My whole rant, the point of this rant is why the hell do we have to buy so many clothes? I swear to God, my husband's been wearing the same jeans since he was like 12, okay? And even if he does gain weight, it's like not in his hips and thighs and butt. Like I gain weight in my thighs and my butt area. So I literally can't even pull my pants up or do them up. (sighs) anyways, because I was thinking about it, I'm like, how have I gained weight? Like I'm usually pretty stable, except for when it comes to my cycle, like being bloated and stuff. And then I was like, oh yeah, I've really drastically changed what I've been eating, like eating way better. I have way more energy. I'm sleeping better. I feel better, all the things, but I have been putting in more calories, like, you know, the science behind that, you know? So anyways, then I met with Miranda like last week and she was like, yeah, I've seen how you've been upping your protein and I figured you would gain weight because, you know, just of the things that I was eating. So now what we're working on is, and I was going to make a reel of this, but I haven't made my little graphic image of my health journey yet, but morning is fats protein fiber lunch is veggies protein fat dinner is carbs because her whole thing is and it makes so much sense fat turns your brain on and carbs turn it off so if you're gonna have carbs have them at dinner time so that it turns your brain off to go to sleep it makes so much sense So anyways, I've been trying to follow that and making my bowl, also eating before coffee and drinking my ginger turmeric cinnamon lemon athletic greens water in the morning. I have that before I have coffee, which has been the biggest change. But I think that drink is mostly for inflammation and hydration. So you wake up, you're dehydrated. So I usually drink a bunch of water and then I drink that mixture while I either read my Kindle or look at Pinterest. And it is for inflammation. Like all those things are anti-inflammatory and also good for your gut health. So that's why I'm having that in the morning because most of the symptoms from our periods, so cramps, painful ovulation, which I get really bad, is from inflammation. So yeah, this is my little journey that I'm on and I'll keep you posted. One thing I forgot to do that she told me to do and I just remembered it today was to have a spoonful of kimchi or sauerkraut, like something fermented, kefir, uh, one of those things every day and I've totally forgot and we have a freaking bucket of kimchi that my husband bought from Costco. So I got to bring that upstairs. Yeah, stay tuned. So I work with her very closely for four months and I just like that it's these little tweaks and changes to your lifestyle to help you feel better. Who doesn't want to just feel better and eliminate these really annoying symptoms that we get every single day? Month. It's like every three weeks. No, thank you. Quick mention that on Tuesday, my episode comes out with Tracy that I recorded the other day. It's all about building connection with our partners. I'm very excited about this episode because this is one of the things I want to work on in 2024. And she gives us so many good date ideas that don't require a babysitter. We talked about building connection with our partners and like little nuanced things that we do in the home. I talk about cell phones and how those are driving me nuts. And yeah, I think you guys are going to like that episode. Her episodes are always a hit. So enjoy that on Tuesday. IKEA Furniture... Can we just, like I ordered, this is my thing. I'm like, oh, I really want to order these things from Ikea. And I procrastinate ordering them or they're not in stock or whatever it is. And then finally they're in stock and I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm making time. I'm sitting down. I'm ordering my Ikea stuff. So I do the thing. I feel so accomplished, like gold star for ordering your Ikea stuff. It gets delivered. I'm like, yes, this is amazing. The Ikea stuff has been sitting in the boxes in our living room for weeks now. And it's like, at what point do we unbox it and build it? I don't know. I'm on the verge of hiring someone to come build the bookshelves because I don't trust myself to do it. And if my husband does it, he's going to want me to help him hold things and stuff like that. And then it's going to be like a whole thing. So right now the plan is that my husband's cousin and her boyfriend are going to come over for the Super Bowl and he loves building Ikea furniture. I was like, oh my God, could never be me. But he's going to help us build them. So I'm hoping I got a bookshelf, like one of the Billy bookcases for Milo's room. So I got the wide one and then the half width one to put them all side by side to make one big bookcase. And the whole purpose of that was to put his Legos on it. But honestly, I thought we were on this really good system of when you get a Lego set, you keep it together and we display them. So we started to put them on display in his room when he would build something. And like I went in his room the other day And noticed that all the Legos are all mixed up, again, all over the place. We have drawers and drawers and drawers of Lego. And it's just so frustrating to me because I don't know if it's because I'm type A and I want to build the Lego and keep it pristine and intact and put it on a shelf. And that was our plan with the bookshelf, is that we would do that. We would get Legos. Because I feel like it's a waste. You get the Lego. You build it. I love the process of building it. Milo can build Legos by himself like nobody's business. It's such a good activity, but it's freaking expensive. You build it. It's like, hooray. It's kept together for a couple days, and then it's broken apart, and there's just, like, pieces all over the place. And I'm having a hard time. It's like, I need to go to therapy to move past this issue and not be bothered by it anymore but for me i want a whole room in our house dedicated to lego statues it would be lovely if there was a way you could build lego and then it solidifies and does not break apart why haven't they thought of that yet like you should be able to like paint it with something and it just like hardens and stays built but anyways speaking of lego i was talking to zach today from think no zach think share i think is his name on instagram or think zach share zach think share we we were talking about the Lego videos that I used to do where I reply to people's comments and use Legos as like I'm teaching a class almost. I call them Lego lessons. And he was like, yeah, you got to do that again. And I was like, I know, but the freaking house is all broken and shattered because I was using the Home Alone house. And what I decided is Milo and I should just gather all the pieces that we have, which there's 400 million, and we should just build our own kind of house. I should get one of those flat Lego pieces that you can add on to. It's like a base and just build a big house. And that's what I could put in my studio and film Lego lessons with all the little characters. So that's an activity that we should do. I'm going to write that down. Build, oh my God, Lego house. It's like that Ed Sheeran song. I'm going to the piece Down, something like that. Put it on a wall. <laughs> Anyways, do I want to talk about the Grammys a little bit? Sure, why not? Here are my key takeaways Miley Cyrus is a star. Her energy is incredible. She had so much fun. She doesn't take herself too seriously. She's just enjoying everything. She's very in shape. I was like, okay, Renee, lift a weight, okay? Pick up a weight and just lift it over and over again, okay? I have loved Miley since Hannah Montana days. I used to love Hannah Montana when I was like in university. I loved that show so much. She's amazing. So I'm so happy. I can't believe that's her first Grammy, but I guess so. Like she was kind of a, she was really popular, but maybe not as mainstream as she is recently. Uh, so Miley the best loved all her outfits too. Incredible. The hair I did not like at all. I'm sorry. I hated that hair and I know I shouldn't be one to talk like look at my hair, but I just did not like it. It didn't even seem like it was styled in a way to be like, oh cool style. It was just kind of like a mess. Maybe at the beginning of the night it looked fabulous and then it just kind of got, you know, messed up, but I don't know. I just didn't like it. My husband and I both turn the big 40 next year and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair is too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at slash MOMROOM. And Lola V is L O L A V I E. Taylor Swift. It's funny, a lot of people are saying they didn't like her hair. I loved her hair. I loved her necklaces. I liked the black gloves and the white dress, but like separately. I didn't like them together. I don't really like outfits that are contrasted like that, like a white gown with black gloves. I don't like that. If her gloves were, I don't know. I don't know. It just didn't like match to me. It wasn't coherent. I thought it was very weird how when she won her first Grammy of the night, she got up and announced her album. Like that was so bizarre to me and just... Something that somebody would do who needed the attention and needed to get this message out. She could literally fart on the street and it could sound like a new album was coming out. Like that's what her fart sounded like. And people would lose their goddamn minds and it would be all over the news. Like you didn't need to use the Grammys platform to announce your album. It just seemed beneath her i just didn't like it at all and i don't even think she acknowledged anything to do with winning the award it was just kind of like very briefly and then oh and here's my surprise and how she said i'm gonna go backstage and post the album cover right now like you don't have to do that like you're taylor swift it just felt weird and i was a little bit taken aback like why did you just do that it was kind of a loser move a little bit. Then, when she won Album of the Year, first of all, I was shocked that Celine Dion was there. Unreal. She's been having major health issues. I was shocked that she was there. And the fact that when Taylor, I know lots is going on. First of all, it was really weird that she was pulling Lana Del Rey up to go on stage. You already had a bunch of people that were going to go up on stage with you. Why did you have to? And Lana did not want to go. She was like, no, no. Like Taylor was like dragging her. It was very awkward to watch. And in my mind, I was like, Lana was nominated for that award as well and didn't win. And now you're trying to like pull her up onto the stage. She didn't want to go. Yes, she's featured on one song on Midnight's. I don't know if she had any other kind of involvement in the album, but don't pull her up on stage. She didn't want to go. And this vibe that I get from Taylor, just because I've been consuming so much more Taylor content recently, she always has to show that she is friends with everybody she wants that to be seen and i know people are going to get mad at me for saying this this is just like the vibe that i've been getting recently she doesn't want to like do anything on her own it's like she always has to have girlfriends with her which like it's fine you know like I've been one to like hey I have to go pee you want to come with me like yeah that's I get it but for something like winning album of the year like that's a massive award that's the most prestigious award of the Grammys and like don't drag her up on stage with you she didn't want to go and it's just odd then when she didn't acknowledge Celine Dion and she had a few opportunities to do so when she took the award from her and then when she was speaking she kind of looked behind her looked at everybody that was standing there and celine was like right there it was just hard to watch especially because i was already in my mind oh my god celine dion is here and then taylor wins the award goes up and doesn't even acknowledge like this massive thing that is happening right in front of her it was just and a lot of people are like she was just overwhelmed and so surprised that she won and like i get that i get it doesn't make it any less hard to watch I don't know and it it felt to me like she acknowledged everybody else on the stage so how do you just leave one person out i don't know it just felt odd what else happened at the grammys some of the performances i didn't care tracy chapman i'm sorry um my sister was like what like cryotherapy like she looks like she's 20 years old and she's beautiful stunning sang exactly what the song sounded like years ago that was so so incredible like I'm so happy she went up and sang with Luke Combs that was amazing Olivia Rodrigo is extremely underrated and the more I listen to her music especially that vampire song I am obsessed with that song I got home from dropping off Milo at school today and I was singing that song like belting it out and I did a twirl upstairs in the hallway as I was singing and then I got so dizzy and I was like okay Renee you can't do this anymore like you can't do twirls and sing your heart out so it's dangerous, but it's such a good song. Um, I wish she would have won something for that song because it's so incredible. Her voice is amazing. What else happened? Jay-Z's speech. I know a lot of people are like saying that, oh, Jay-Z is pulling a Kanye. And I never put this together. I never thought of it this way. But when he was saying how Beyonce, that's who he was talking about, by the way, if you don't know, is that Beyonce has the most Grammys out of anybody in the world, but she's never won album of the year. Like I get what he's saying. I agree with what he's saying, but I think people are now saying that like his message was an attack on Taylor swift because she ended up winning album of the year that year to me i was thinking the previous years that beyonce has been nominated for album of the year and she didn't win that's kind of what he's talking about but it makes you wonder Who the people are that are voting on these awards because while Beyonce is extremely popular and talented, she's not as mainstream as other artists, if that makes sense. Like, for example, I think one of the years that she was nominated for Album of the Year is when Adele won. I'm just as much of an Adele fan as I am a Beyonce fan. Like, I'm not really into either of them. But if I had to guess, like, who was more of a commercial mainstream kind of person that people of all ages listen to it's Adele and same goes with like last year it was Harry Styles that won and Beyonce was nominated same thing Harry's music people listen to it from like you're 12 years old until you're look at my mama Mara, 80 years old you know they're just they have more of an audience maybe I'm wrong I don't know tell me if I'm wrong but that's just how I see it but anyways When he was like, sorry, but when I'm nervous, I just tell the truth. Oh my God, I laugh so hard. Like I want to get that on a t-shirt and wear it because it's so funny. Sorry, when I get nervous, I tell the truth. But I thought his speech was great and he deserves that recognition that he got. And then a lot of people are also like, well, Jay-Z, if you're so upset with the Grammys and how they operate and how they cast their votes and everything, then why are you accepting an award from them? But I think him accepting that award and giving that speech and showing up and he is making the change that he wants to see you know if you just like boycott the Grammys then no change is going to happen so I can understand why he showed up and got his award and said what he wanted to say apparently they left right after he accepted it which I'm not surprised anyways uh what else at the Grammys Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, Tracy Chapman. Am I missing something? I don't think so. Anyways, so that's my solo for this week. Kind of like a what do you call it? Hodgepodge, modgepodge, kind of like a, a buffet of just random topics. Thank you guys so much for listening and if you haven't already, please rate, review, subscribe. That is how we grow the show. Follow us on Instagram at the mom room podcast. Did you know that Instagram account is almost going to have more followers than my personal account? That's crazy. But yeah, we're just going to keep on going and taking over the world. So thank you again and I hope your children sleep tonight and uh, go Listen to some Olivia Rodrigo, but oh my god, Renee, go listen to some Al- Olivia. <laughs> go listen to Olivia Rodrigo Vampire, but don't do twirls in your hallway, okay? It's a hazard. Thank you. Bye. Are you looking for a podcast that'll make you laugh? You came to the wrong place. That's not us. <laughs> That's not us. <laughs>